Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Oh, crap. That actually literally splattered on one of my monitors. I saw it. I saw it splatter. We we all saw the splatter. I guess we'll see what you're drinking. I'm drinking a White Claw. (laughs) (laughs) All class up on this. Are we changing well, this podcast a bit? <laughs> no, I, I didn't get a chance to run back to the uh, the grocery store today to pick up beer. I do have a full, you know, eight pack of beer here, a cooler full of eight beer. But I, I didn't want, I'm such an alcoholic. I didn't want to take one out to start the episode with. I wanted to have eight to fully last me the episode. So I had to start with something and it was the White Claw. Just David and the ladies. What I've been drinking all night waiting for us to start. <laughs> I, I, I had two Tropicalia. I had two Tropicalia. Uh, Ooh, I had I had some Guinness earlier from a from a tap at a bar. It's exciting. Oh well, you got the COVID. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yes, yes. You're, you're worth dog, it because I had Guinness. You're tally, tally, right? tally huh? right there behind you. Your dog behind you will be dead tomorrow because you gave her the COVID. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and after what you were te- after what you were telling us about what you came home to today, you may be okay with that. Oh my God. I so, so, uh, came home. My dog has really never, ever, ever had an accident in the house and there's poop in front of the front front door, which I'm fine with. Right. I'm, I'm okay. I'm sort of like, okay, well she tried. And then I go upstairs to the bathroom and I got onto my kid because there was like a wet spot in my bathroom. And I was like, what did you do, Izzy? And, um, she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh boy, I put down some toilet paper, came back up. It was yellow. I'm like, man, my dog, Pissed and shit all over my house. Man, an early Christmas gift. Uh, that dog is getting coal in its stocking, I suppose. Terrible. Yeah. And now she's all up in the picture. She's off there getting off the thing, trying to become an internet celebrity, you know, <laughs> with the uh, the tens of viewers that uh, Georgia State podcasts get. Yeah. Video podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah, so um, not a lot is to talk about this week. We only had one game that's happened, one, uh, I guess, uh, you know, major program game that's happened, which we'll get and to. it wasn't even football. Yeah, we'll get to that later on. Uh, obviously, we're still in December, so I'm football-minded about everything, even though we haven't played a game since beating a snot out of that trash down south. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was one little tiny bit of news that came out that, I guess it was kind of interesting. I literally just pulled up pulled up FB schedules like I always do. Like I, I pulled up that site. I've mentioned this before. I pulled up FB schedules multiple times, several times a day. And I pulled it up. And what do I see? But Georgia State, actually the headline article in on FB schedules is because of a, of a game announcement, a schedule announcement. And I was like, oh, man, what do we get? What do we have? And the first thing I see is North Carolina. I'm like, well, we've already got North Carolina. So do they do they extend this series or what's happening? No, it's North Carolina A and M, and it's in 2026. Why are we scheduling an FCS program out in 2026? That far out, right? I know that we have our schedule built for a while. Apparently, someone cares because they had us right at the top of the page, right? Well, yeah. it, was, it was the only news at that point, I guess. But we have an opening. We have an opening for an FCS FCS opponent in 2025. I. I I don't know. It just made no sense to me. I don't, the only thing I can get from it is apparently Noel Ruiz. That's where he went to school before coming to state. So maybe he was pulling some, pulling some uh, strings behind the back to get his uh, alma mater down here in Atlanta. I don't know. It was just weird. Be it. Call in a favor. Say, hey, talk to our school. They want to play you. <sighs> I mean, does that, is that not, that's not even a thing. But No. It is two weeks before we play Tech at home. So I guess. Warm-up game. Warm up game, take a week off, and then play tech. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly have nothing else to say about scheduling North Carolina AM for six years from now. Uh, we'll um, talk about it in six they, years. We, we, played, we played them in the dome, didn't we? Did we play them? Uh, we played a North Carolina something yeah. and something. Okay. I mean, I believe, uh, I believe you because, uh, like most games, I was trashed to those. So, and I didn't even know who our opponents were back then. Are they are they an HBCU? Noel is not. I I don't know. I it don't, doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I will tell you that whoever I'm thinking of was the best band I've ever seen in my life. 
I think I know who you're talking about, but it, wasn't that just one of the, the Georgia HBCUs? I thought it was a North Carolina school, uh, whatever so. I'm thinking of. That was North actually cool. That was one of the cool things about playing those teams that no one had ever heard of back in the dome was getting those HBCUs with the the killer marching bands. That was that was a better product on the field than what the state was putting. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like worth going to the game just to see what what the uh, opposing team band was going to do. Yeah, yeah, our, with, our band was always pretty good too. But man, oh yeah, absolutely. With, with, with all apologies to our band, I would say back then uh, with those playing those those HBC marching bands, the best quality product on the field was the HBC marching band. Then it was the Georgia State marching band. <laughs> then it was the dog catching a frisbee. <laughs> And it was the team we were playing. The money raining from the ceiling. And somewhere down the bottom, uh, Georgia State's football program ranked on there. Hey, uh, so here we go. Uh, Justin Libby, friend of the show, says that was uh, Atlanta A&M for the movie Drumline. That's not true. That's okay. That's not- well, you know what? <laughs> it was said on the internet, so it must be. Cool. Well, no, I bet, they, I bet they have a great band. I mean, you know, if that was a real school, I don't think that's a right. real school. I don't think so. Oh, maybe, maybe we'll figure that out. You can do some research in the uh, this next week, Ryan. Report back. <laughs> we'll what do. band did you see in the dome from North Carolina? Uh, I, I guess the one topic that's on everyone's minds far as far as Georgia State football is right now is: Do we get a bowl game, and uh, where that bowl game may be? And just before this came out, uh, Scott Watkins, who's been on the show a couple of times, uh, he tweeted out that uh, the Sun Belt apparently announced or not announced, but decided before the season began that they're going to go by conference record for her, their five bowl selections, which makes sense. Why would a, why would a, a conference care about out-of-conference out schedule unless it was like a really big win? But still, you want to go by your, your conference stuff. That being said, that means unless Troy wins out beating Coastal and Monroe, that Georgia State is the uh, fourth or fifth team in the Sun Belt, so we would get definitely get a bowl game, at least – if those five associated bowl games happen. So, yay. Please lose I mean, the um, <laughs> my, uh, my My Georgia State um, news uh, thing has been uh, pushing out and saying that, like, constantly we're in a bowl already, right? Right. That's like all they're talking about, so. Yeah, the AJC even posted an article. It may Today, maybe it was uh, yesterday, that said that uh, – that Coach Elliott pretty much assumes we're going to be in a bowl. They're practicing as if they're in a bowl, but without an opponent to play, that the practices have gotten a little monotonous and a little tedious. They've relaxed the the practices and everything, which makes sense. Give the, give the guys all a chance to relax a little bit, you know, heal up for whoever we may be playing. We, we don't know if we're playing, you know, in a week or two. I don't know if there's bowls that early or, uh, you know, here before New Year's. Because I, I think one of the associated bowls is – December 26th. I, I actually, I clicked on one of the links and both of the bowls they had us going to were in Montgomery. It was like the Montgomery bowl and the Camellia bowl. And they're both in the same building. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same place. Right. Yeah. I was talking to actually Tim and I got a chance to hop on with uh, a Thursday night and been more to do kind of a Georgia state round table early this week. And that'll be released both on Thursday night site and ours uh, shortly. I've not mm. talked to Jordan since then. But uh, yeah, that's one of the one of the kind of things is we're basically aiming. It's probably going to be one of the two Montgomery Bowls, and I don't know if any Montgomery Bowl is better than the other one. You're still in Montgomery, Alabama. Whichever one, whichever one pays more. Yeah, but that's close. <clears throat> it's the same yeah. building. Who cares? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, let me see. They see. Uh, well, no, I, I disagree. I think that uh, one of them is on christmas one of them is on christmas which is kind of cool but the other ones is a couple days before christmas yeah but i can't yeah i can't go if it's on christmas i can't just like send Delari and izzy to to her sister's house without me if it's on hold on hold on i could i could say merry christmas to me i'm going to montgomery you go (laughs) have fun with your family if it's a christmas day game i i I would only imagine that families of players are going to be there. there there's not going to be a lot of fans that are just going to go to a Christmas day game. There's no way I'm going to a Christmas day game. It could be at Georgia state stadium. And I doubt that I'm able to go to a Christmas day game. Let- oh no, I would go to that. A bowl game at Georgia state stadium on Christmas day. I'm, maybe, I'm it, maybe it was a night game. 
maybe it was a night game and I was allowed no tailgating. I could do that, but 8 a.m. I'm there. Sorry, is delivered to Victory Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> is this full game always on Christmas or is this like a just this year thing or what do you know? I mean, that's some, that's some excellent research you should probably do, Tom, because I've got no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to remember last year, like what bowl was on Christmas Day for the Sun Belt. I actually missed out putting the uh, Montgomery Bowl in my my list of tie-ins because I have Myrtle Beach, New Orleans, Camila, uh, Lending Tree, and Mobile, and Cure Bowl, but that doesn't list the actual Montgomery Bowl, which would be a sixth bowl. All right, my research is garbage. Another thing to research would be if Troy somehow wins two games, maybe. Uh, what would happen like bowl wise? Because they would then have. Five wins, we'd have four. Well, there's also there's also, well, but we have the the, the head to head. We have the tiebreaker against Southern, right? So we would get right, right. But but Southern has more. I don't know what their conference wins are. But here's the interesting thing: is what if if Coastal wins out, including beating Lafayette in the uh, championship, which I'm totally calling that's going to happen because screw Lafayette, and uh, they could end up getting it into a better bowl game. They could get picked up by right. a different bowl, which opens up the the, the the options for Georgia State and the other Sunbelt schools. And there's also there's there's talk, there's still talk about uh what was it the site? Uh what site was I was on? College Sports Madness had us <laughs> they, they updated it today. Last week I talked about they had us in the Gator Bowl versus Virginia Tech. Now it's uh-huh. now it's in the Gator Bowl versus NC State. I'm not sure if they know that Georgia State is the university, the largest university in Georgia in Atlanta, or if they think that Georgia State is actually the Bulldogs. Georgia, yeah. But yeah, they still have us playing in the Gator Bowl. That's actually what my preference would be. Is like screw the Sun Belt Associated Bowls. I don't care which bowl it is. If it's a non Sun Belt bowl, we get picked up into something. I mean, a southeastern bowl. Like I want to be somewhere. Uh, Drivable, easy flight, or something, easy drive, or, or a close flight, or something like that. That would be more fun. Getting in to, to be that one chance because the likelihood of COVID happening again is what ninety <laughs> percent. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing is just like all the cancellations that may happen, right? I mean, like I've seen bowl games now canceling uh, where I think they said one of our bowls might actually get the top in one of the other conferences or something like that, where they, we, they would usually send like their third place. <clears throat> I mean, I would hope for a canceled bulls somehow we could offer up our stadium. I don't know. Yeah, It'd exactly. be a cool thing for Georgia state to do. Say, Hey, we'll host your bowl. No, exactly. no, no. Whether a bowl gets canceled or it doesn't, if Georgia state does not get a bowl game, just open up our schedule and say, we will take any team not playing in a bowl. Like come play us here at Georgia state stadium. Come Let's on, Charlotte. It. You know you want to play this year. Exactly. No, they're, they're, Charlotte's scared of us. They show. We saw. They saw how we wrecked them in basketball. They don't want to take a chance with us in football and everything. Or actually, my big suggestion is if we get no bowl game, we know Tech's not getting a bowl game. Let's just do a, a, an Atlanta Classic right there in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Maybe even do it like do it like the, the lead up to the Peach Bowl. Like make it be like the morning game. Like we have like a, a nine a.m. game. We play on the Peach Bowl field right before the game. That'd be awesome. It's that tech. would be awesome, but probably <laughs> not. Not likely, but awesome. Just do it anyways. I, I don't care if it even counts for an NCAA record or not. Let's just get the kids out there and play a game. Make, make it pay per view. Can we get a discount on rent if we play on the uh, Peach Bowl day? Does it count as well? Uh, does it count as a Peach Bowl? Well, like, discount on the rent. But I think uh, Ben said it was like a million bucks or something. Exactly. No, not even that much money, you know. Just, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Apparently, we're going to find out pretty soon about what's going to happen. Ben posted, I think, was it on like uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Sunday, Monday? He, he posted that he expected us to know our bowl slot in the next 48 hours. But it shows what Ben knows. We know nothing right now. It'll come out tomorrow morning. Right. After we're all done recording our podcast. I think, it, I think it is kind of hard to decide right now. If you're looking in, the Sun Belt does have to know, even though the chances are very unlikely of Troy beating Coastal and Monroe. Actually, 
Troy's luck, they had beat Coastal and lose to Monroe. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you got you got to wait until you have you've locked up who your top five are to be before you can really start uh, assigning people to go. So I don't think we find out until after Saturday at the earliest. Hmm. Let's I just know. hope wherever we go is not canceled for the team. No, I want, yeah, I want the game to happen. I want to watch another Georgia State football game. I want to see Quad out there again. I want to see this team play. I want to see Pickney get some more records. I want to see this team play. I want to see our defense perform again. <laughs> oh, we know how you feel then, huh? <laughs> sure. Why not? Call the Fuquay <clears throat> check-in. Just make sure. We're making sure that you're legit. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> it all, all depends on what the day is and how many drinks I've had before or after you asked me the question. But... <laughs> I think that uh, I think I think Fuquay is here another year. Me too. Yeah, definitely. I think he earned it. Yeah. So. And I, yeah, I think that after what we saw at the end of the season, and we, we kind of touched on this. We go into in way more in depth on the um, the round table with the Thursday guys and, and Ben. But I think that it's uh, it's safe to say that he's done enough at the end of the season. He pulled it. He pulled a Dan Quinn at the end of the season and he did just well enough to earn another season back. So we've got a big start to the season next year. Yeah. We'll see how things pull out, uh, pull out then. Don't do it again next year. Fruquay. No, no. <laughs> it's a big start of the season next year. I, I do not want to stumble to begin the season. What's wait, what's the start of the year next year? Well, we do our first four games back to back to back to back are, is our full out of conference schedule. Oh, so uh, and is the army army opens the season at home and then we're at UNC and then we host Charlotte and then we're at Auburn. Man, I remember that. Look at that. I have no problem. Kudos to White Claw. It can get you buzzed, but does not kill your memory. I actually remembered something for once. Oh, my God. Uh, I think Auburn's are winnable, right? I mean, Auburn's not that good. Yeah, I mean, they're struggling definitely this I don't year. Know anything about Auburn? No, they're definitely yeah. struggling this year. So we'll see if we can pull. That would be, you know, in my opinion, from what's on that schedule, our best chance for one of the uh, P five wins yeah. next year. Well, yes, yeah, so you're, you're talking about at UN for as far as P five wins next. You're talking about at UNC or at Auburn. Um, I don't know. I mean, both are a stretch to, to put money on or anything like that, but I would probably put more on UNC than I would be Auburn. Yeah, me too. Just based on history. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we, we don't have an ACC win, so let's just go ahead and like knock one of those out. If you got to pick one, yeah. Unfortunately, App State just got that win, what, like last year or the year before? Yeah, they went like undefeated in like the Carolinas last year. So yeah, I'm here with, with Zachary Humphrey here. Win them all. Yeah. Or just that, sure. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, duh, right? Win win, win all the games. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll talk more about next year, next year and everything, and probably over the next nine, ten months, because what the hell else are we gonna talk about? <laughs> uh let's talk about what happened last week uh in the Sun Belt. Uh do you guys watch that Lafayette App State game on Friday? Watched a little bit of it. Nope. I had it on in the background, and I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. But something kind of cool happened. So the long snapper like over snapped the ball, over tossed the ball. I think four times. Yeah. To the point that when it came down to the closing minutes of the game, instead of going for it on like a fourth and two, maybe a fourth and one. They actually snapped it, and the quarterback they, – they went for it, but they snapped it at the quarterback, and he actually just ran in for the safety. And just, like, like stood there until they basically – Yeah, he's like, like we're going to get better field position by kicking off to them after this than we are by attempting to punt the ball at this point. Like, that long snapper has got to feel like that's <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, it almost backfired on them, right? I mean, you know, App State shanked that – last second field goal otherwise you know it's like maybe it was better to just punt the damn ball or tell them like one good you know snap yeah i think uh they got a lafayette got a hand on that on that uh field goal kick right 
I don't know. They kept saying, in, I watched at the end of it, and I, they kept saying, no, he just shanked it. I did shank it. Seemed, yeah, but it anyway, seemed like. Well, Lafayette got their first win over App State since, uh, like, ever. Uh, something that we thought we were about to pull off this year. So uh, another Everyone reason, else seems to be able to do it. Another another reason to say screw Lafayette. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, but it was an interesting game. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to it. It was, it was background TV for me while I was drinking on a Friday night. But, uh, yeah. Uh, our, our game definitely seemed more competitive overall. Um, I think I was texting with you a little bit during the game. And I was just like, <laughs> were you? I forgot about it. <laughs> blacked out that stuff. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. I forgot. <laughs> uh, but, well, I mean, they both put up more points. I, our score was both below 20 each in that game. So, Defense, man, defense. Fuquay, the man. Uh, Troy did us no favors, or I say South Alabama did us no favors over Troy. Troy rolled on them 29-0, blah, blah, blah. Arkansas State beat the piss out of Monroe. Bad year for them. They already fired their coach. Monroe did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, And then Southern actually managed to get a win against Conference USA. I don't know how that happened. It's just FAU. Not a big deal. Yeah, but uh, the not the big game of the week for Sun Belt uh, fans was, or people that are in the Sun Belt was that BYU at Coastal game. Like they got game day there, they were just like stroking their fields. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm 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 just so jealous. Seriously, like I, I'm like, why why could this season not be ours? Yeah. Why, why couldn't we have this? You know, I mean, like, I'm just going to be totally honest with my feelings that I'm so frustrated that it's not us. Oh, yeah. When I, whenever I talk to my wife over the past you know week, the whole conversation is, uh, hey, babe, you know, remember that team I told you I'm t- incredibly jealous of? She's like, yeah. I'm like, this is what happened now. Like, this is the yeah. new thing that happened. <laughs> this you is know? the latest. Yeah, this is the latest uh, thing in there. So, yeah, it was, um, it was a, I mean, it was a decently good game as far as keeping it a close and everything, not only the most exciting game, but there was this one play. Like, did either of you guys watch the game? Uh, no. Tim, you were texting. I watched it. You were yeah. texting about it. Yeah. So you asked me about this scuffle that happened at the end of the first half, and I did not <laughs> yeah. see what happened, but it's been all over the news and, like, social media sphere since then. Did you see what happened? I did. You did? All right. So, Ryan, did you, you – all right, Ryan, I want to set the scene for you here. So it's like closing seconds of the first half. Hail Mary from uh, BYU into the end zone, hoping to score something. They were down by one. I think it was 14-13, right? Something like that. Yeah. And But if you look at the video of what happens, the quarterback throws the ball. And I guess it wasn't considered a late hit for some reason. But number 94 from Coastal just like lays into him. And then he gets up and he gets hit it was an interception. The ball was intercepted. So now effectively the quarterback is a defender and trying to stop the, the run back. So they just, this uh, 94, this other guy from coastal just starts laying in to the BYU quarterback over and over. He's literally trying to Two stand people, up man. and there's knocking him back on his back over and over again. No flag call, no anything, but these were just like some little dick moves by the coastal guys. And people talk about hey, that's how legit, man, that's football. What do you, what do you want? No, like, no, man, if you watch, watch this video. It's I actually, did, I actually did watch it. Like everyone's sort of just standing around and then the, and then the coastal, it looks like the coastal players like figure out that they like can do it. And then so start doing it. I mean, this is some bounty gate, new Orleans bullshit going on <laughs> where they're just trying to take out the quarterback of the game to win the, win the whole thing. It was, it was absolute BS, and people talk about how great Coastal is making the Sun Belt look as a conference right now. No, when you do shit like this, I noticed dropped two s bombs in like thirty seconds. When you do stuff like this, it's radio friendly, so you're good. When you do stuff like this, this is not what makes the, the conference look good. It makes the conference look dirty, and it makes every single win that Coastal's had this season, especially their fifty-one-zero beat win over Georgia State, look. Like garbage. Well, why didn't the quarterback like try to defend himself at all? Like, he's a moron. apologizing the entire time. What? He's like sixty yards away too. He's a blocker. He's a block. Like he's an eligible. You're eligible to hit him. Like stop. Yeah. Like stop just standing there. Be a blocker. I mean, he, he's yeah, like Tim said. He's sixty yards away. He's no nowhere near. The yeah, and there's the like two other people up there. Was, Stop them from getting close to his players. The guy returning the ball fell down into like five yards. It was not. <laughs> I mean, they just kept on knocking the. That was garbage. 
It's too bad they don't have two cameras to show you when they were knocking him down versus what was happening. Oh, no, you check it out. Uh, if you've not if you've not seen John Boy Media on YouTube, John Boy Media is fantastic, and he does a, a breakdown. I'll, if I remember, I say I do this all the time. I never do it. I'll try to remember to do this. I'll put a link in the description of the John Boy breakdown of this. That's where I really saw how bad it was because that's what he does. He has two camera angles on it. I don't know how he gets an exclusive concept, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I went to I went on to Twitter after that happened, and um, I mean, Coastal is definitely not doing the conference any favors. <laughs> That's all I can say. Exactly. I mean, the immediate reaction. Uh, super from fan John Weaver disagrees with you all. Ryan is right. Stand there or yeah, run so that, 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 That's the reason why John Weaver is an intern and not a paid member of the staff because uh, <laughs> he has said that ryan is right stand there or run off the field the interception it's football. It's you're a blocker what are you gonna you, you you stand in there for man no you deserve to get hit you, you come on man it's football he wasn't even he, he would try to get up and just like immediately knocked over again he wasn't even making a block he was not trying to go towards the ball Look, if he didn't want to get hit maybe he should just stay down maybe that was the safest thing for him well maybe he was back was hurting or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Just roll around or something. I don't know, man. But he can't complain about getting hit in football. Come on, man. Football. Exactly. Exactly. But no, it was it was interesting. Uh I mean, congrats to Coastal. They've they've done incredibly well for themselves this year. They'll be back to the bottom dwellers of the Sun Belt next year once their head coach gets hired to be like the new coach of Notre Dame or something like that. Who knows? I will give a shout out to Game Day for not really featuring any footage from our game. For the most part, <laughs> yeah. For you would think, like, if I was the the media guy, I'd be like, I'm going to take all of their footage from their away games because I just don't want to look at that crap ass field the entire time. But yeah, all their uh, footage, all their highlights from Coastal Carolina this season was all done for home games. So it was just that teal field the entire time. Thank God we played in in Center Park because uh, one last negative exposure for us. What if we they had a show the blue uh, field? Like a like the you know our blue. Oh, you want to have a Boise State field? Oh, is that the same blue? I don't even know. I mean, it's it's blue. It's a blue field. Yeah, so. it's a brighter blue, I think, than ours, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's, it's Boise State. I don't. No, I don't. I, I want just a traditional green colored field. Make it look. I mean, I know it's all fake grass, but I, mean, I want to make it look real. At least Boise State was trying to do the bluegrass thing, right? And there, I think the bluegrass. No, Kentucky is bluegrass. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. I've heard that more recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did get on there for their celebration thing. They had the uh, Black Panther mask or something on there, I think. Oh, they boy. didn't really explain it, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't acknowledge that you beat us 51 0. They focused on Southern's celebration with the table and the eagle and choking it and all that. So I'm good with that. Well, you know, they made it, they got ranked. They got the, the Associated Press ranked them number 11. Number 11 in the nation. For context, how jealous we are of them. They ranked UGA number 12. Like, if, if the ball bounced a different way and we had done exactly what Coastal did this season, could you imagine? How, how painful those AJC writers would be having to write that Georgia State was ranked higher than UGA. I mean, I just think they'd publish the rankings and not say anything. Are they the highest ranked G5? No. Oh, no. Cincinnati is like ranked eight or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, that was just the AP poll. The college football playoffs and coaches poll – had it differently. They had UGA ranked ahead of Coastal. But Ryan, how would your family react? Or I'm sorry, how would you approach your family if Georgia State was ranked one spot ahead of Georgia in the uh, AP poll? I think I would, uh, before the next time I saw them, I would uh, make sure that I could buy some blue pants somewhere so that I could wear pants, shirt, hat, shoes. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'd just be like super all blue, all in, you know? <laughs> like, hey guys, how's it going? No, you should just go to total blue man. Just go absolute blue man, like blue Naked. body thing and everything. <laughs> 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 all right. So, so John does have a good con, uh, uh, idea here conspiracy theory that 
They just canceled the Cincy and Tulsi game. Tul- Tulsi. Tulsi. Sure, I've got no respect for Tulsa. Sure, they can call them Tulsi. Uh, the Cincy and Tulsi game is canceled because of, uh, of COVID, but it's because they don't want Coastal in a New York sick New York. New oh, Year's. Because if Cincinnati lost, they yeah, were right. also, also Maybe those White Claws are doing well. Yes, they, they, they have a, a late heat. The late heat, it gets you in the back of the throats, you know. <laughs> I don't even think it takes like a conspiracy, like, it would just take Cincinnati looking at it and being like, you know what, we could, if we lost, this could be bad, you know what I mean? It w- like a conspiracy, I think, takes two parties at least, right? So, yeah, do you think that Cincy's really putting the shoulders of all of NCAA or all power five teams on their shoulder to be like, we cannot let a team called Coastal Carolina with the worst <laughs> colors in college football to make it into a New Year's Six Bowl? <laughs> I mean, I would be, uh, God, man, I mean, that's the thing. It's going to happen, right? They're going to somehow jump over and, and make their way in, and it's going to be just to piss me off. It's going to be just to make me more jealous. If just you, I think all three. Just, just me, yeah. I will totally take Coastal in a New Year's Six Bowl if it gets us in the Gator Bowl. <laughs> all right, deal. Yeah, I'm in. Because sure. I don't care about Coastal. I don't care about any team in the Sun Belt. Let their successes be that one that one hit wonder year for them. Fine. I know. I know you don't care, but I'm je- I'm super jealous. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous as can be. I'm. I'm it, it eats at me. It eats at me like all you do day. <laughs> No, I, well, sorry, let me, let me put it this way. When I say I don't care whether it's success, I don't want any Sunbelt team to ever have success. I want them to lose every game they play. I know what David means is that he cares too much. I care about Georgia state. I'm a Georgia state Panther fan, right? I want the best for Georgia state. And I don't care if the best for us is the conference looking good. I want us to get the hell out of this conference and be the best somewhere else. Well, this season, I just want to be coastal. All right. I just yeah, want to be just, them, just for one time. One time. I mean, it's got a, it's got a rub. Uh, App State and Southern like crazy because <laughs> they think they're the best, and now here's you know Coastal Carolina getting College Game Day. Yeah, but Georgia Southern has never been the best in FBS. Like they've never like had the highly successful seasons. App State has came in and dominated well, like every year since they've been. Have, you, have there. you talked to their fans? I don't. I don't care. No, I don't <laughs> talk to their fans. I think that Southern won the Sun Belt the first year they were in it, right? They literally peaked and have just lost to Georgia State for the most part ever since then. So, ever right. since their high school banner, they yeah. lost. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's still some more Sun Belt games to happen for the next two weeks, actually, including the championship, which is locked in at Coastal and Lafayette. Yay. Oh, I hope Coastal dominates that game. <clears throat> I hope they kill him. Well, I mean, yeah, because I root for anybody playing against a Louisiana school. So, and Lafayette's not a not a school named Louisiana. They're just a school from the state of uh, Louisiana. <laughs> I think they're all University of Louisiana at, at wherever, right? Not LSU. Uh, well, there might be a different university system. I know like Texas has like three or four university oh. systems. So it's like, yeah, anyway. Uh, so another thing was, so speaking of like coaches who got fired, Monroe and South Alabama both fired their coach. And there was like a lot of talk of Lafayette's coach. I, I guess there was talk of Lafayette's coach going, making the jump up to like USC or something, South Carolina, but Shane Beamer got that job. Now Shane Beamer, this is something that came up on Panther talk, which, um, I'd forgotten about at the time, but, uh, when Ryan Elliott brought it up full blast memory, Shane Beamer, the son of Frank Beamer, like legendary coach of Virginia Tech, was in rumors to become the head coach of Georgia State back when we got Trent Miles. That same Shane Beamer, who we did not hire, whether he took the job or not, is now the head coach of an SEC team in South Carolina. Man, if we could have gotten a coach that ended up at a Power 5 school, especially like an SEC school, like – it could have been a lot like that. Those three years of coach, uh, coach miles could have been a, a far different thing. I don't, I don't remember all the details there, but I know we, um, I'm pretty sure we interviewed him, and I don't know if, if we like just didn't offer or what, or you can look at the opposite side of it and we could have like totally destroyed Shane, Shane Beamer's career. And he could be like, <laughs> Trent miles. He could have gone down. Yeah. He, he yes. Like, just like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Those were some of our finest years here at Georgia state, I believe. 
Yeah, have you seen have you seen Trent Miles at your barbershop lately? It wasn't my barbershop. I just randomly happened to be walking by that barbershop when we saw him when I saw him there. But yeah. <laughs> so I saw him after uh, last year's was it last year or two years ago at the Peachtree Road Race. He was eating at uh, Jay Christopher's in Midtown, just randomly outside. Yeah, uh, outside of seeing him at that barbershop in Midtown, uh, the last time I saw him was on the sidelines of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl and him getting a ring. So, I mean, <laughs> his like life, a terrible way to fall yeah, off from Georgia. His, State. his life did not go down that bad after losing a, a coaching job, but yeah. Uh, so as I now that I've just dogged the Sun Belt for a little bit, uh, there's a question that I just kind of came up with when I was putting the show notes together for this. We've talked about, or it's been talked about, uh, the Sun Belt expanding only ten football teams, and a lot of talk is obviously trying to promote another FCS school. They've been successful with that with App State and Southern, um, and I mean, I guess you say Coastal now, but uh, there's also the talk of trying to poach a team from another conference. And obviously that conference you're talking about is going to be Conference USA because you're not going to get an American team drop. But you, people say you're not going to get a Conference USA team to drop. I'm wondering, though, looking at the success that Sunbelt's had in this year with the COVID stuff, seeing the teams that have beaten some Power 5 programs and the success that Coastal's had and all that kind of stuff, is the Sunbelt currently in a position where they could legitimately poach uh, a conference USA team. Like if Monroe, Monroe's garbage, if Monroe did drop to FCS, could we fill that 10th slot with the conference USA team, a, a UAB or bring back middle Tennessee or Western Kentucky or something like that? What do you guys think about that? I, I definitely think we can. Um, I think conference USA has dropped uh, a lot since, since we joined and wanted to be conference USA. Um, and I think that, a lot of those teams that left the Sun Belt probably would like to come back because they 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 know what it's like to be here, uh, and they know what it's like to be there, and so it'd be really cool. But I mean, you don't get a team, you don't get like Western Kentucky without Middle Tennessee and vice versa. You don't get like FAU without FIU and vice versa. So some of those teams that like we would want the most probably aren't coming if there's only one. Well, spot. then also, and Tim, I'm sorry, I'm gonna hop in again because I just like to talk a lot, uh, but. Uh, I'm talking about what if Monroe drops, but also we're only a 10 team conference. What if we want to go to 12 teams? Maybe uh, Monroe sticks around and you pick up two teams Uh, or Monroe drops and you pick up three teams. Uh, I feel like if I, if I were to pick, I would want uh, UAB and Charlotte to join the conference. I like those two teams. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine at 10, but you know, obviously if our friends ULM drop or, you know, I could add three teams, I guess, if we could get three teams to come. Definitely UAB for sure. Um, Charlotte, I think they'd come along for the ride, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think UAB and Charlotte don't have like a package deal associated with them, like my example was. But I, I, I agree. But I think if you, if you could get a UAB team, I, I think a, a better team in Conference USA to move, it'd be really easy for any other Conference USA team to be like, all right, cool. Yeah, we're. If they're cool with it, we're cool with it. And I, I just really want to play UAP. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. I, I'm with you. And, and Charlotte, really. Like, I know they're not super impressive. And, and I sort of feel like they might be like the South Alabama um, that I vaguely care about. But, like, um, like, I know they make sense, but I'm not, like, super excited about them. But, like, I could be in the future, you know? Like, I know that that could happen. Yeah, I could see it being one of those kind of uh, future – uh, college football, like deep South kind of rivalries. I could see, you know, you're talking about Birmingham and Atlanta and Charlotte. Those are like, you know, really the bigger cities we have in the, in the South. Uh, and with the South being the way it is with college football. Yeah. I could totally see the people getting into it. It's just, you've got to get your fan base, you know, supporting those programs. So. Well, and so a, a big complaint from you um, has been that the schools in the Sun Belt don't, don't reflect Georgia State, right? Like Georgia State's kind of the odd man out in the Sun Belt as far as academics go and like how the schools are made up and all that stuff. But if we brought in UAB and Charlotte, we would be kind of closer to our our brethren, right? Like they would be more more of our peer institutions, I feel like. So would you be happier in the Sun Belt if that happened? I would definitely be happier in the Sun Belt if UAB and Charlotte were in, in, the, in the conference, for sure. Yeah. I'd feel more 
uh, not at home, but more like it was, um, yeah, like we're not alone. We're at the outlier in the uh, in the conference. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Conference USA might be a little bit happier. We take two teams away. They don't have 14 mouths to feed anymore, right? They cut it down to 12. <laughs> yeah, but if you feel like you're taking UAB out, you're taking out like one of their bread and butter type institutions and everything. So John, once again, he says, uh, Troy, South Alabama, and App wow. would not let UAB and Charlotte come. I think that Middle Tennessee, Southern Missouri? Mississippi. Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Yeah. Well, but you put a Z in there. I'm gonna. It's gonna fool me all day long. Has he been drinking? I, I, hope so. I, hope, I mean, I he's he our can. intern, so you know. I hope he's been drinking. Uh, but so, do you want uh, Middle Tennessee or the Florida schools? Southern Miss, I'd be okay with. But do you want Middle Tennessee or? I am. I, I, um, I, I actually, I just don't like the premise that in-state schools don't let other in-state schools into their conferences. I don't. I don't necessarily. I've. I've literally never seen any kind of official communication along those lines i've only seen fans say that but i don't know that that's true i only think that happens at the p5 level i think that when like uh when alabama is not gonna want a school to like be in conference but then they they kind of control that kind of thing but i don't see it being like does tennessee give a crap about what uh the state of tennessee care give a crap about what middle tennessee says i guess it's the conference does the conference care what I don't know. I just actually want to stay at 10. I'm fine. You don't want 12? You don't want to have like actually like even divisions? Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd prefer ULM. I don't care. Divisions. And I like, I like 10. Um, the reason I like 10 is for TV money. And the way it actually ends up getting split up is we get a bigger chunk of the pie. I and would. it actually makes it nicer to be Sunbelt than it does to be Conference USA. I want a better money. I want a better conference. I want to. I want to be in a conference where I actually give a crap about the other team to a certain extent, and I, I'm not in that conference right now. But I, and I also, but I think we all agree that like Conference USA is not that conference either, right? Don't want to go there. No thanks. Pass. Yeah, well, John says that the Georgia State cared when GS Georgia Southern joined. Yeah, but we didn't get our way. We didn't keep them out at all. We we were unsuccessful in that attempt. So. I think we didn't even vote against them, did we? I think we no, we like. I think did. Mark Becker did. I think it was a. I think it was a single vote against him. Oh, I thought he like campaigned, but then ended up voting for him or something. I don't. I don't know. I'm making shit up. If he did, then, then BS on Mark Becker. Sure, <laughs> man. If you're gonna let a bunch of other like regional schools, don't get, don't get mad about me making shit up, man. I, I am convinced. Go, go look it up before you get mad. The right course of action for Georgia State. I believe it. Oh wait, wait. You you bum schools disagree i'll totally vote with your way then mark becker should be leaving this school next year so i'm okay with that i thought i heard we did vote against him i don't know i choose to believe we did what does our intern say uh well he's the one that brought up john brought up when when uh that georgia state carried when georgia southern joined so yeah like i'm with ryan stay at 10 collect more checks more money well what but what if monroe leaves they're not exactly. leaving. They love football in that state. Yeah, but no one, but no one in that state loves Monroe. <laughs> not, I mean, not, let's just go AAC and stop worrying about all this stuff. Yeah, I, that, would, that would be the ideal situation. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Georgia Tech get poached by the Big Twelve, and we'll go to the ACC. All right. Well, we're already <laughs> we're already almost forty five minutes into this, and we've not talked about the most recent game we've had, which was in basketball against uh, Charlotte. And man, that that game had me nervous. That game had me really nervous. Did we win? <laughs> we did. <laughs> Ryan doesn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> we turned uh, it on the I'm, last I'm couple like, minutes. I'm like waiting on how to react, and then you guys weren't giving me much. So, <laughs> yeah, no, this game we were down what four at the half, and it it. It had the recipe for just another Mercer kind of ending, right, Tim? We were lucky to be only down four at the half, the way things were going. Like, nothing was going our way. And so we fought back and forth for, like, I guess, like about 16 minutes of the second half, and then another team emerged. It was a completely different team that last three or four minutes of the second half. 
Yeah, the I mean, defense was on fire. The offense couldn't miss. It, it felt like a whole different team. It felt like a team that we were used to watching, expecting to watch against the full court. The full court press was on too. I mean, we were trying to that means exactly. I just know that we were getting the ball in the basket a lot, and we were stopping them from doing that a lot. We covered them from one end line to the other. That's what, are we doing press? Are we doing press like he he promised? Yeah, we maybe are. I have to watch a game because that's all. That's that's actually really fun, exciting basketball. I know it tires people out or whatever, but um, I don't care. It's not me. I, I like watching it. It's fun. Well, I think I, I felt like watching from a non like educated basketball fan. What I felt like I saw was us doing the exact same thing we had done all game, but actually executing and actually getting it and doing it and getting the ball in when we were shooting. We were just missing so many things and. In this game, and even in the the Mercer game, it just felt like a team that kind of like all of a sudden just things just started clicking, from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, I like we stole the ball inbounds at least twice in the last what four to five minutes, maybe. We would just turn it on. Like I was like, where the hell is this team for the first half and <laughs> most of the second half? Why couldn't they be here? Um, right. Right. It was uh yeah it was we got a, we, we got the win spoiler alert Ryan we won the game we won the, we, we, oh we, man I DVR'd it I was eleven later we won by eleven but that's the weird thing about basketball is you win by eleven and it looks good but you, what you realize is like nine of those points came in like the last thirty seconds of the game or something like that that's okay it's a win that's all anybody cares about it is a win uh so th- I think one of the surprising things though was you know Tech who had lost to both us and Mercer. Beats number 20 Kentucky over the weekend. Yes, but you did hear the news. That's good, man. That's they it. They only lost to us because of the way they were practicing. That's oh, it. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, the pastor said for COVID protocols, they'd not been like doing five-on-five practice or whatever it was. All right, well, then you're a bad coach. Sorry, that's that, that's on you, Pastor, because we were actually coaching to win a game and you were coaching to like save a life. It's probably on you. Man, when you put it like that, we sound like assholes. Oops. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think it's, that's also permitted. That's permitted, right? No, but, so, but, that, but that's good that that helps us. Uh, we're ranked what, like thirteenth uh, or something? Where I put it, we're ranked twelfth uh, in the mid-major rankings. Mercer's eleventh, like right behind, right above us. And uh, the only other Sun Belt school is fourteenth. So like, we're in a good position. So those are some power rankings that make sense, then, right? Yeah, I'm like. Uh... It's not horrible. Not horrible. We have a uh, our next game is not until a week from tomorrow, so we can talk about that next week. The Mercer rematch, and Mercer's got two games between now and then. They've got like some like bum crap school, and then um, oh yeah, they, they have North Georgia. No, oh, is that right? Have they lost yet or no? Cancel game against the other ones. Uh, yeah, they're five and zero. They had a canceled game against Elon, and they had they they played North Georgia, they played Tech, they played Columbia International, Summer Wesleyan, Southern Wesleyan. So they've not really played anybody of of any note. They've got Virginia Military this Thursday, and then Southern on Sunday, and us on Wednesday. And all three of those games are away for them. So. Obviously, I want to beat them at their best, but we may actually beat them while they're tired. And but then again, we may be stale and rusty because almost a week and a half of no games. That's what give them excuses, man. All right, one of you decide who's going to talk. That's what it takes to be a good team. Right, right, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And don't don't uh, don't already queue up the excuses for him. <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we'll, we can talk more about it next week. We'll have seen two more games from them by the time that we talk again. Uh, all I've got left is our other sports, which is not a lot, but it is our women's basketball team. And after losing in the week one uh, to Tech, they are they're, they're two and one now. They've won their last two games. So women's basketball doing good. Good, Ryan. The name of the bat, women's basketball coach is. There we go. <laughs> that remember from last season. <laughs> beer. Uh, he bought man. you beer. He bought Free you beer. Free beer. 
Coach Free Beer. Got it. Coach Free Beer has led the women to two and one so far and will be playing Life University on Sunday. Best of luck to the ladies. <laughs> and Free Beer Coach. And Free Beer Coach. All right. Here's that right. one time. We can knock this one out and head over to Last Call. I've got a lot I want to talk about in Last Call. Because, oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you guys got anything else before we head on over? Yeah, uh, it's North Carolina A&T, not A&M, and we definitely played them, and they're definitely the band that I remember. Okay, well, get a Ryan's better... Ryan's been researching, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, also get a better internet feed because it's been garbage all night tonight, so... Yeah, it has been pretty terrible. Maybe Zoom will be better. <laughs> all right, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody for listening. We're going to head over to Last Call, where we'll just do this, and I am actually pretty buzzed right now, and I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to say exactly. Uh, but I have a lot of opinions on some stuff that we talked about tonight. So you can find us on patreon.com slash state of Atlanta, uh, free on Fridays, uh, available to all of our members on whatever, whenever this comes out, I forget. Exactly. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Sure. We'll go with that. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So thanks everybody for listening watching. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Bye y'all. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.